0: You're listening to Wisdom of the Ages, the show that taps into the many expressions of universal, ancestral, and personal wisdom to ignite evolutionary consciousness.
1: Welcome and blessings. This is Anne Kate Sullivan, host of Wisdom of the Ages, where we invite the sacred into modern day reality. So the subject today is the awakening Earth. I just feel it for a second. You know, underneath your feet, there. (laughs) What are your chakras doing? So. And if the earth is awakening, what's happening to humanity? What's happening to all of the sentient beings on this earth? Maybe, maybe we're all awakening. Just think about that for a minute. And what if we focused on that? What if we really focused on love and care and unity? And what if we all loved each other and helped each other thrive? My gosh. We could work miracles, right? So many mystics and scientists around the earth are discussing the fact that the ancient sacred sites are awakening again. Maybe they've always been awakened and we're just awakening to them, but it seems as though something is happening and there's more energy in the earth and there's more energy in these sacred sites. So we're going to discuss this, what this means for us. So today, we're going to discuss several of the major chakra centers that are alive on the earth. So just the way that we have chakras, the earth also has chakras. And my guest today, Anthony Teresi, is going to take us through this. It's fascinating, really exciting. I want you, everybody to know about this. So a lot of this has been held in secret, but it seems that we're at a time when humanity is ready to receive this wisdom, especially those people who are in the process of spiritual awakening. So, as the you know, as the earth awakens, we become more sensitive to energy and we awaken, and all of a sudden we're engaging more with the elements, with the earth, with life, and maybe we'll shift out of the culture of death into the culture of life. Woohoo, that could be great. So, my guest today is Anthony Teresa, psychic visionary and author of a most beautiful book called Rippling Waves. I loved it. I bought it for my mom, I bought it for my kids. I really <laughs> highly recommend it. It's Incredible. Anyway, just go get it. Rippling waves. And actually, we did a podcast on that one on my messages of infinite light podcast. The episode is called Multi-Dimensional Travel. Check it out. Just go to superpowerexperts.com slash ILP dash multi-dimensional travel. You can you can listen to it. it's really upbeat. Um, so you know, also take a moment if you can and go check out Anthony Teresa's website, AnthonyTerese.com dot com, and there's a beautiful video you can watch there on earth chakras it's very inspiring you can learn everything about it but we're also going to discuss it right after this ad break so stay tuned after this ad break we're going to come back and discuss the awakening earth the chakras what's happening to us stay tuned we'll be right back thank you for listening to the superpower network If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to SuperpowerExperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Anne-Kate Sullivan, host of Wisdom of the Ages, and you can find many more shows on SuperpowerExperts.com slash Wisdom of the Ages. There's loads there. You can have so much fun. So, Anthony, you're going to tell us about the Awakening Earth. Welcome.
0: Oh, glad to be here again. Wonderful being with you.
1: I had so much fun with you, last time. I had to (laughs) have (laughs) you on again.
0: It was great.
1: And then well, I watch this video, this beautiful video that you have. Do you want to give everybody a, a link so they can they can go see it?
0: Yeah, if you go to uh, YouTube uh, and just uh, type in Earths with an apostrophe as yes, chakras, then you it'll come up. It's about I do tenth or twelfth one down. It's not that long. It's about eighteen minutes long, but it takes the viewer through the seven major chakras of planet Earth, and I'll name them quickly: uh, Mount Shasta. Island of the Sun in Peru, uh, uh, Uluru, Katajuta in Australia, Glastonbury, England, the Great Pyramid, the Four Mountains of Bali and Mount Kalish in India. These are to the planet, what our own chakras are to us individually. Uh, and that's a video that will explain self explanatory, uh, put you in a position to understand how the energy uh, moves uh, through and around the planet. The planet, of course, is alive. Uh, We call the planet Mother Earth. We call her Gaia. We call her any number of names. I like to refer to her as the Mother because everything springs from the planet. And as you were mentioning, we definitely have definitely been a shadow of a doubt. We definitely are seeing the planet in an accelerated evolution at this particular point. And it's affecting people, uh, especially our species, human uh, species, affecting us in many, many different ways. Some are being overwhelmed completely by it. Some are being torn asunder by it. Some are embracing it as the most fantastic thing that's ever happened to them. And even others are seeing this as a pivotal point in the evolution of this small planet on the outskirts of the Milky Way galaxy. But we, as individuals who are aware of this, uh, shows like this one and others that are emerging, are moving to the next level. We're moving to the level of unification. We're moving to to the level of developing techniques By which we can join our forces, especially from these power points that already exist on our planet and join our forces and create a global circuit of focused love that will put us in a position to overflow the boundaries and circumvent the earth with this energy and raise the vibration of every living creature and being. I know that sounds like a lot, uh, but we have an opportunity. The planet is evolving. We can be overwhelmed by it, or we can jump on this wave and ride it like a surfer uh, into the next level of our own personal evolution. I have maintained, as is as have many, that this is the time uh, for the human species to take a giant leap forward. Some will make it. I hope all make it, quite frankly. Uh, But what we're seeing right now is we're seeing the energy affect each individual in different ways. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today, I assume, uh, is how to uh, put people in a position to understand that they can be part of the greatest movement since forever and it's happening right now
1: isn't it exciting i mean this is so exciting to me i mean first of all it's a whole shift in consciousness just to say oh the planet's alive right because we've been living in this secular environment for a while so here we are shifting in a way and we're understanding that the that the that the all the elements that everything around us is alive and breathing. And not only that, but we are creators. We can co-create with these energies to help everything and everyone flourish. We can be part of the solution and it's not hard. It's not even confusing. You know, it's totally straightforward. So how can we do that?
0: Well, There's a number of ways. Uh, What I've been speaking about for a while is a phrase that I coined called FLP, focused love projection, where uh, you gather any number of people, preferably the more the better at these locations. And there's a technique. Uh, The example that I like to use that makes it a little simpler is that all of us uh, at one point or another have had thoughts of loved ones come into our mind as we're sitting there really doing nothing. And in that moment, we think of someone that we love and we have a a picture or an image of them in our mind. And we're feeling this emotion, we're feeling this love for them as our child or lover or mate or whatever. It's this process that if we were to add a third element to it, which is an element of projection. So if I'm at the root chakra in Mount Shasta, California, and I am focusing on my desire and my, my emotional desire of love, evolution of the planet. And I am focusing on late, Titicaca in Peru, which is where the island of the sun is, and then my energy enters into that stream and is projected down into Peru. If we can affect this kind of transition globally, then we will create a circuit of love around the entire planet. It's as as you just got through saying. It's so easy. I, I'm probably making a sound a lot harder than it actually is. You step up. You don't even need to use words. You gather with people of like heart, like mind. You create a nucleus of this incredible power of love projection. And you step into that stream and it takes it around the world. It's like stepping into a river and becoming part of the water. Uh, That's what we're talking about, and that's where we are, and that's what we can do. Now, is everyone there? I like to say yes, but we all know that it's not. Uh, We are gaining ground dramatically, and the apparatus, or the technology, if you will, exists for us to move forward. We are a global community, if for no other reason by the internet. The only problem is, is that the messages that are being disseminated are messages of, uh, i be kind, very low evolutionary uh, energy. If we were able to uh, organize these events in such a way to where we were able to connect them around the planet at these places, and I'm sure there are many, many more. Uh, mm-hmm. I know in Australia, for example, there are what they refer to as song lines and uh as we were speaking about earlier nodes and places yeah. like i mean probably thousands uh, across the whole planet
1: everywhere. we could light
0: this yeah, we, yeah, could light this everywhere. yeah. Mm-hmm. we could light it up with energy of mm-hmm. love and mm-hmm. everything would would evolve yeah we are evolving uh, i'll give you an example we're like little batteries quite frankly <laughs> <laughs> uh our feet are grounded on the planet uh, which is the energy that's flowing upward, if you will, uh, in the uh, uh, aura encircling our planet is the uh, positive energy that is affecting the evolution. So from our crown chakra to our feet, we are absorbing the energy coming in to the top, and we are grounding that energy into the core of the planet. And we grow in that regard. And as you and I talked about before we went on air, that's affecting some people in the most beautiful and the most spiritual way. They're beginning to see uh, nature spirits. They're beginning to see colors. They're beginning to see all uh, multidimensional uh, types of experiences. Unfortunately, it's affecting other people in more negative ways because it's hard to translate that energy. But that's a long that's a long time of dissertation.
1: I just have a question for you here. Do you feel that if, so as the cosmic energies are coming in, they're they're coming in, uh, and they're, they're moving through us. So we're, we're, we're being lit up. They're touching the earth, moving through us, touching the earth. Now those earth energies are also moving back through us, right? Seems to me, my what I've been seeing is that when the cosmic vibration moves through us and the earth vibration moves through us, that something happens in the heart. This is maybe this global love affair, like there's an explosion of the heart where you're running this energy as a co creator, you're running it really in an attuned way, which is coming online to love. And at that point, even though that's more of a vertical connection. Something happens horizontally where there's so much love running through you that you actually want to share this. Is this something that you've discovered?
0: Yep, uh, you put it uh, in the most beautiful terms. Uh, it's kind of funny; science even agrees with you <laughs> <How> about that.
1: <laughs> I think so because they're, they're um, was it heart math who were they're talking about the resonant heart.
0: Exactly. So I think
1: the neuroscientists are definitely catching up to it. So it's exactly. we're not way out there. I mean, in, no,
0: not at all. I mean, the, you know, fifty years ago maybe, but not now.
1: Yeah, people are are realizing this is actually what's going on, and then we have these new groups, like the Power of Eight groups, that are coming, and they're they have focused intent. And they're watching people heal. It's like miracles are happening, but they're not even miracles. It's just like we're realizing that we have. A beautiful ability is humanity to focus on something and create an amazing outcome. What if we focus on healing the water, healing, healing? What about feeding everyone on the planet? You know, what about longevity? What about peaceful relationships? And one other thing, I'll just throw this out there too. It seems like we've been taught the Roman rule: divide and conquer. So if we if we're divided against ourselves. I mean, the the Celts learned this one really well. If you're divided against yourself, you fall. So we're at a place right now that if we really do keep bickering, everything goes down, right? So which means that perhaps there's another energy that's rising up that has a much more unifying force. And we can be different, but we can also love each other as we blossom into our own flowers and our own blossoms, our own shapes and designs and colors. So what do you what do you feel about that? Like what is an awakening humanity actually look
0: like? Well, I would answer that question with a question. Okay. Who speaks for planet Earth? Who represents all peoples of this planet? And the answer is there isn't that uh, uh, that energy. Until we Wait,
1: wait, I have to throw something in there. I mean, I know (laughs) Kabbalistically, we are meant to be the stewards of the earth. We are meant to be the voice of the earth. I think the Aborigines know it, Native Americans know it, the indigenous people know this. I don't know how we got disconnected, but is that a, a remembering that we are meant to be this?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, and I think that's what we're heading back to. My, but my point is, uh, I guess, would be for example, if uh, you're Captain Kirk and you're in the Enterprise and you're circling the planet and you want to contact this species that's on the planet, there's about eight billion of them. Uh, who do you contact? Uh,
1: actually, it's a really good point. Maybe the dolphins. No,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm <done>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, yeah. But uh, that's that's my whole point. Is that? Right. Uh, to, answer, to, to address your question, we have the capability, as everyone knows, of feeding everyone, clothing everyone, giving shelter to everyone, and not only on the most <clears throat> basic way, but abundantly in, in ways that would create lifestyles for individuals of happiness and joy. When a person does not have to worry about scratching out a livelihood, and food for one day to feed their family. Explosions of creativity can happen all over this planet. Individuals can create, be happy, and make their own life uh, a, a living paradise from that standpoint. And this is what has happened over the years. We've been divided and we've been conquered. I mean, you, you look at the state of uh, nationalism on our planet, and we've been taught to hate this country or that people or the brown people are bad or uh, all of these kinds of different uh, prejudices when, in fact, we're one species and we've been given the keys. And Unfortunately, we've lost the keys of the car, but we're gaining them back now. Uh, and the planet is not willing to let us uh, perish without uh, putting us in a position to grow dramatically. And retake this incredible paradise that we live on uh, at this point. And that's what's happening.
1: This is important, Nancy. I think everybody really needs to hear this and, and get it. You know, it's not what your gender is. It's not what your color is. It's not what your race is or your background or anything else. It's how are you showing up on the planet now? Are you showing up with love? Are you helping your community? Are you helping people unite? and and you know and everybody's got a different capacity too because maybe one person's a really good gardener and somebody else is a really good organizer and somebody you know we all have these different capacities if we can actually give ourselves a minute and see what different people are good at and then let them do it that's how we can thrive and and just to end the division and of course we have to we have to do that ourselves i mean i have to stop myself i mean it's a practice of like I'm not going there. I'm not getting involved in the political battle. I'm not getting involved in whatever battles are going on. No, I have a a friend. Actually, she's really funny. She goes, I'm not red or blue. I'm purple. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. All right. Virtual color, right? It's like Kalash is probably purple. But anyway.
0: (laughs) Well, we, we don't. And here's the interesting thing. one of the biggest uh, pushbacks on this uh, planetary unity uh, is uh, people don't want to give up their customs. They don't want to give up their Mm -hmm. traditions and that's fine. They don't have to, we don't have to, we can remain. uh, Indians can eat Indian food. Uh, Mexicans can prepare uh, Mexican food. Uh, We just need to be one as a people. Uh, And we could even look at uh, in the initial stages as the countries of the the world becoming contributory states of one unity that speaks for all people. And that would be the way to kick it off. Uh, Mm -hmm. Going from there, as I said a moment ago, uh, this is an abundant planet with resources beyond imagination that are being exploited and, and used in uh, for for the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. If that is a, allowed to continue, then we're going off the deep end. But it's not. We're slowly but surely, uh, people are stepping forward, organizations are, are moving into the forefront, and we're seeing this wave of love beginning to take shape. Um, you won't see it on the evening news, But every now and then, you will see it uh, in the person who allows you in front of them in line, the person basically who you see stop to help someone who's fallen. You're seeing it in the way people treat each other on a daily basis uh, at the market uh, and in traffic and things like that. So, again... The evolution that's taking place, and you mentioned it yourself, it's a top-down, up, upside-down kind of evolution. We are getting the growth and the organic uh, push of energy up through our bodies uh, uh, and uh, affecting the mass of our bodies. Uh, we're getting lighter as uh, spiritually uh, in that regard. As far as when I say lighter, I mean of the light. We're getting more, more light coming through us. And that is connecting with the light of the cosmic light coming down to us uh, in evolution. And it's a top-down, bottom-up energy, as you mentioned. Uh, And that's affecting all of us uh, equally. Uh, Unfortunately, all of us are not being are able to uh, translate it equally.
1: Well, I wonder if, I mean, just the people listening to this episode right now and then sharing this episode with their friends, you know, I think if, if somebody's in the process of spiritual awakening and they have a mentor or they're with a group that understands, oh, this is spiritual awakening this is what's going on, then it's actually easier to go uh, through the process. And, you know, instead of being someone who's, you know, sort of stuck somewhere and they've, they've never actually had this sort of conversation before, it can be very frightening, like you said, like, oh. You mean you know I'm, I'm, I'm so if somebody wanted to come and let's say work with you specifically, like they're having, they know there's a spiritual awakening going on. They don't know what the difference between that is and say mental illness or heart, you know, a heart issue or whatever. Could they, people come and work with you specifically to help in that awakening process?
0: Absolutely, uh, okay. I do it all day long, quite frankly. Uh, I have folks come in. Uh, you know, who think they're crazy. Uh, you know, I'm, I saw, I was in my garden and I saw a light jump from one leaf to another. And I thought that I must be losing my mind. And I'm able to explain to them, no, what you saw was just the aura of a nature spirit. Or I had people come in and say, I'm hearing these conversations. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't understand what's going on. Can you tell me what's happening? And we'll sit for a moment and I'll realize that they're getting uh, messages from their higher self, from their angels, from their, their own personal guides, and they don't know how to translate it because it seems so foreign. But it's not. It's the most organic, natural thing. We are meant to be able to be in tune with these forces that surround us. We have angels, we have guides, we have help to get us through from point A to point B. And that's what's coming into this uh, world at this particular point, the awareness of that. We've always had it, but the awareness of of that and the the ability to tap into it and to become one with it. That's what we talk about. And I've had so many people... uh, leave and say oh my god i thought i was going crazy thank you so much i really understand what's happening now it takes uh, t- not everyone some, sometimes um it takes a person to uh, a minute to realize that there's something beyond this three-dimensional reality uh but i mean if 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 this body was meant to leave this world uh it would and uh it's not going to i mean the body is seeing here. The light body is moving on. Mm-hmm.
1: You really went into that in rippling waves, and and I, I love some of these these uh, multi dimensional worlds that you spoke about. And something in the book that really really stuck with me um was the way that artists can create portals that they then step through i i really love in fact my mom is a international painter and i took it over to her you know if she if she does a painting around it i'll, I'll send you a picture of it oh that'd be
0: i'd, I'd be honest <laughs> my goodness that'd be great well that's true i mean yeah. that's what happened in uh you know in the 1400s uh that's that's what the renaissance was uh, mm-hmm. uh you know Da Vinci, Leonardo, they all began creating these, what for them were revolutionary uh, artistic works. And just the contemplation of this level of art changed the frequency, changed mm-hmm. the way a person perceived life, changed dimensions. And what happened? Their perception change and Mm -hmm. that gave rise to greater creativity and an entire movement that that spurred the next two to three hundred years of of the renaissance so
1: oh so this is this it's okay some bells went off right here because okay so we've been going through two thousand maybe five thousand years of understanding who we are as individuals it seems like the next evolutionary step is okay so we've a lot of us figure that part out how do we operate as a community without losing ourselves how do we operate together and i are there models for that
0: there are uh i mean there are many not many but there are works that depict civilizations on other planets uh i i did one mm-hmm. in my book but there are others um But in our case, as I said before, we we have to work outside of the system. We are not going to be able to take this uh, financially currency based reality that we're existing in and turn that into a love, uh, planetary uh, abundance for all kind of energy. Uh, I think it was. Winster Fuller said you have to work from outside of a system to, to create the change. What we're talking about and what we've been talking about is creating the circuit of love on these planetary nodes, these lines, and this is going to be the energy that is going to drop the materialistic agenda that is going on right now. And like I said before, it hasn't got to be all of a sudden, a kumbaya moment where, like, uh, all eight b- billion people, like you know, resonate as one. They may—I'm not going to rule that out—but to begin with, anyway, I think that a planetary uh, uh, representation needs to exist to be sure that resources and uh, the abundance of this planet is flowing out to all as one. And as I said earlier. When you eradicate hunger and strife and uh, the need for shelter, monumental creative uh, inspiration arises. And as you said a moment ago, we don't need to worry about a person uh, wanting to be a lowly gardener. There are people who love being gardeners. That's all they want to do. If they could be a gardener for the rest of their life, they'd be as happy as they could be. Every act that is necess- necessary for the sustenance mm-hmm. of human uh, evolution, I guarantee you there is a group, if not hundreds of thousands of individuals, who would be thrilled, thrilled to be able to do that act, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, from lowly to higher.
1: And, you know, and is. I mean, maybe, maybe the garden, the gardener is the most in the future might be the most important role we have. Exactly. Exactly. And I wanted to say something about money too, because, um, you know, I, I really understand that money is energy. That's a neutral, it's something that's neutral. And then you assign an energy to that money. So one of the things that we can do collectively when we have money or when we're sharing money with others, we can assign the energy of that money. We can assign it the energy of love so that when we pay someone or we're receiving payment for another person, that's actually a love payment. And of course, now there's Bitcoin. There are all kinds of other currencies. I've done um, episodes on that, but I don't think we have to be frightened of money because we are much more powerful than finance, right? <laughs> we, that's just that's just that's just one resource. So with this awakening that's going on, you know, in the planet right now, I think we can we can come up with, in a creative way, we can come up with all kinds of solutions if we give up the Rome. You know, that I keep I'm not picking on Rome necessarily, but there is that. There's a saying, Roman. You know, the Romans destroyed the Celtic world because they understood divine and conquer you put the pit the tribes against themselves and then you and you also destroy their gods and you can bring a culture down so that's well you know go read about that because it's really fascinating and once you really understand that you're not going to want to pit your tribe against any other tribe again because we're not interested in destroying humanity we want to actually help everybody here as much as we can and help each person recognize the light within them, their specific gifts, who they are as human beings, and then l- help other people bring that forward. And, you know, we're helping other people as well as ourselves give birth to this new humanity. I've gone on a, on a rant there, but I'm very excited about this. And I, I see it happening. I, I sense also, Anthony, with it, when people work with you, that people might be able to recognize those specific skills and gifts that are, that are emerging, that are coming forward. I don't know if you have any stories about that.
0: Well, um, uh, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: was a good one. one comes to mind. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, Okay. It's not quite exactly what we're talking about, but it'll give you an idea. Uh, I had a client come in who who was suffering uh, from uh, seizures, Um, and she was diagnosed as having a brain tumor. And she came in, she she wanted to know if she was going to live or die. Well, I don't answer those questions. Uh, In fact, that's the only question I, I don't answer. But she pointed, and I'm pointing right now, I I know your audience can't see it, but I'm pointing to the left side of my head. She pointed to the left side of her head and she said, this is where the tumor is. And I looked at her and behind her, I could see uh, a beautiful light uh, and the light was surrounding the other side of her head, the right side of her head. and. I told her, I said, you know, I think you've been misdiagnosed. I think that the tumor is on the right side of your head. And she said, oh, no, that can't be. I've had CAT scans and everything. And she left kind of mad, to be honest with you. But I had to tell her what I had to tell her. About three months later, she came back and she said, I can't believe it. But you were right. What they had found was originally they found the shadow of the tumor. And it was on the right side. And you changed my life and you saved my life. Yeah. And I said, I, I didn't really save your life. I said, and that's when I told her, I said, I was able to communicate with what I feel would be either your angel or your support uh, a group of uh, ethereal beings, uh, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And I just gave you the information they gave me. And from that point forward, it changed her life entirely because she began to understand the reality of this. So that's just one little story, but there's I can go on and on, and spend all of our time on that.
1: Well, it it is beautiful. I think when people, it, sometimes there have to be these challenges. A lot of times it's an illness or some kind of betrayal or something that happens where you're 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 challenging your own belief systems. You know, if you're still trapped in an egoic world, something will come along to to. I mean, and maybe that's what's going on globally right now is like everything's being challenged and everything's being exposed so that we can look at it and let it go and allow something else new to emerge. Because, um, you know, to me, the reality of angels is just, well, of course, you know, of course we we have (laughs) beings that are around us that support us. And not only do we personally have these beings that love us and our ancestors love us and are supporting us but also there are elementals around the earth that really love and support the earth. And absolutely. So, you know, I think when we start to engage, why don't we talk about some of those, like when we start to engage, like when I know just working with sort of like the Lakota, I've done some different, uh, um, some work with the Lakota and, or some also work with um some Celtic or Druids and so forth. So, so the indigenous people really understand uh, what it is to open a medicine wheel and how to start to work with the air and the fire and the water and the earth. Um, if we consciously start to engage the elements, you know, what how how does that change us or what happens?
0: Well. Wow. It's, it's monumental. If we start to engage the elements, what are we engaging? Mm-hmm. We're engaging the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean the the Lakota and the Cheyenne and all of the indigenous and the Aborigines, all of them. Their entire societies are based on uh being in tune with nature uh and and being able to read the signs, if you will. In terms of what the planet is saying or doing, or you know, where uh, the, the, even the weather, uh, all of that, uh, how many of us that live in cities are doing that? How many of us put our head to the to the ground and say, "Okay, well, there, you know, there's going to be this event that's going to occur." So, by living and and beginning to uh, recognize the elements and beginning to live on that level, we are living at the planetary level, we are attuning to mother earth.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, it is really true. I had a, a an enc- a meeting one time. It was very lovely uh, with a, um, he was, a. Uh, it was right at the time of, I think it was 2012. as was a Mayan priest. And I got to, uh, I was invited into a dream group with, with th- actually three different priests and they, um, I realized that in the morning when they get up, the first thing they do is they come together in a circle and they share their dreams and it's, and they don't interpret them. Like maybe you would do in a Jungian analysis, although that's, that's also fascinating, but they would just share their dream. And what they were interested in was whether or not the other dreams had similarities, right? (laughs) And if enough people had a similar dream, then they knew that that was significant.
0: That's beautiful. I
1: thought that was really lovely. That, that touched me. And um, so I still, I do still keep a dream journal and stay with dream groups. And so there's something about entering now, you know, on this threshold period that we're standing in. I mean, it's actually very exciting. Okay. So there are some parts that are scary, but there we're standing at this threshold. It's like a birth is going on during a birth. A lot of things can happen. So you have to stay really focused. You want the child to be born. You want the child to be born healthy. You want the child to be able to breathe, right? Yep. So how do you feel? I mean, what, you know, is there a practice or something that maybe we can do right now or engage in right now to help ourselves and the people around us sort of breathe, (laughs) breathe into this next, I mean, is it a fifth dimensional shift? Like, what are we being born into?
0: Well, in, we spoke about it at length earlier um, we are being born into a new revelation of love. We are being born into a new revelation of love for ourselves to begin with. And in other words, this this uh unsheathing or this un uh tethering of this uh Uh, capsule that we're in that uh, has us loving in little tiny bits uh, for this person or that person. And we're being born into an unlimited expression of of love uh, uh, centers, if you will. And uh, by connecting each uh, unfettered being who is expressing this love, this connection occurs with all, all the other beings and love is one. Love is one united force. And you, you mentioned something earlier, I wanted to go back to it because we're talking about it here. If we had this, and if we have been had been cultivating this our entire uh, existence, We could not have been crushed. The Druids would not have been crushed. Iconoclasm would not have happened. Entire histories would not have been wiped out because they would have been maintained in this network of love because this network of love is a network of the heart. And that's what we're doing right now. We're synchronizing the heart of humanity at this point.
1: Oh, that's lovely. I just feel that <laughs> 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 say that I, I, I have a felt sense just in my heart right now. And, uh, oh my goodness. Um, so I, it seems to me that it's even more powerful when in an aware state, when we go to some of these sacred sites. And like we said, they're all over the planet and right. there are ways to look them up. And um, you can just ask your local dowsing society. You know, where's my sacred site? Or you can just you can find a place that's just known. You know, known by by the Native Americans, or known by it's usually indigenous groups that know them. Or and sometimes it, it's a church. Also, a lot of times a church or a temple will also be on these sites. And just go to that place and and send l- love. Send goodness. And there's something I've really noticed this too, that when the heart opens, when the heart opens and you're having a, a wonderful connection, like we're having right now, having the Samadhi of the heart connection, a friendship connection, that it, it's sort of contagious. Like you want to, you want to give, you want to share that love with other people. And that energy, that high level energy erases confusion. It erases negative thought patterns. It does something and it's so simple. I remember WB8 saying, "I I have discovered the secret of the universe and it's so simple, it could be written on a blade of grass with the juice of a single berry." You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs>
1: <a> <laughs> of
0: course i wanted to know what it was but
1: maybe it's um you know maybe it's sacred sound maybe it's just you you talk a lot about sacred sound and do you want to do you want to run with that one for a minute
0: well sac- sacred sounds uh i mean any sound is vibration it's frequency uh everything is frequency quite frankly um There are frequencies that when coupled together, both as individual human beings or as uh, manifested sounds that have the element of of, of uplifting uh, the human being. I mean, many of the major composers uh, have found these uh, collections of um, esoteric uh, kinds of configurations of music. Uh, Wagner, uh, Mozart, Beethoven, uh, some, some of the, uh, I can go on and on, but just them entirely, uh, and this goes back even into ancient Egypt and even beyond that. Um, these intonations are almost uh, keys to our heart. They, they, they draw us forward. We are born as a species And this is something that most people don't realize. We are born as a species with a deep, deep yearning to know our creator, to know the creative force. It's what draws us forward. Uh, uh, I believe Joseph Campbell uh, called it uh, uh, the... uh, Uh, axis mundi uh uh, there's the the, the perennial philosophy whenever civilization has been destroyed in past antiquity and it's been rebuilt this yearning hasn't gone away this yearning to you, you this yearning to know the greater unity the greater good god whatever you want to call it remains as part of the human psyche as part of the human heart structure and that's again where we are right now. We can crash and burn as a species, and there'll be a few remnants left over that will rebuild. Or, as you said, and I hope that's what we do. We can stand on the precipice of where we are right now, leap forward, and take a step upward in the same pro- in the same time. And and some elements of, of our society will not. Translate. It just simply won't, uh, but the, the major portions will. And um, I, I believe that, as I mentioned earlier, I know it sounds trite, but I say it anyway. There's no greater force in love, and I believe that it can transform everything.
1: I, I completely agree with you. I mean, and I mean, just back to the we had at one point on the planet a wonderful wise teacher. Jesus who said I give you two commandments <laughs> love God with all your mind heart and soul and love each other as I have loved you that's it I don't know what we did with Christianity after that but I don't know if we if we really got those two commandments yeah, Christianity
0: unfortunately Christianity doesn't have much to do with Jesus Jesus also said the kingdom of man uh is before you but you can't see it
1: Mhm I'll say a little bit more about that because I mean part of what I I've been sensing is that, uh, I mean, we get, we get stuck in religion and dogma and that's a uh, wisdom of the ages. is a lot about that, like understanding the the wisdom that's inside of each tradition. And of course, unfortunately they get, they get layered by dogma. We have to kick off the dogma and find the, the, you know, the core wisdom, the gold that's inside and love is definitely one of those. Um, and, you know, and compassion. I mean, there, there's some, uh, there's some other qualities, that we need to um, that we need to find and work with, uh, and we and I believe you know. Okay, this is a question for you. I was feeling it the other day. I was checking out my own chakra, uh, my own chakras, and I was like, maybe the the wonderful virtues, the qualities, and the capacities of the soul reside in not only the major chakras but the minor chakras. And as they open, like the planetary ones are opening. You know, obviously when the heart chakra is open, we have love, but there's some other qualities that are important too. I mean, in the, in the, the base chakra, I mean, we also need to be strong. We need to be brave. We need to, 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 to face our fears. We need to be warriors of the truth. Right. And, and, you know, as you move, as you move up through each one, I mean, I think this is like the quest for the Holy grail really or the quest for the grail, as we're discovering, like Joseph Campbell spoke of, we 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 start to discover what it is to truly be human, what it is to be a hero or heroine, what it is to be whole and complete. And um, I mean, poten- that's potentially what we're doing right now, as each of us really finding this you cuz know, because i was looking at some pictures of sacred sites and what do you get there you get a you get a in a uh, 5D version you get this active toroidal field so you're standing in there with this activated toroidal field like two overlapping circles if you look at it from the front it looks like a grail so you're finding that your heart resonance right and and this so at this point from this place of of love and the resonant heart you're finding they're we talk about them generally virtues, but we're finding these capacities. What happens when we start act? Just right now, right in this moment, from this point, I'm I'm living in truth. I'm living in love. I'm keeping my agreements. I'm creating abundance. I'm. What happens? I mean, maybe this is it, right?
0: Well, what happens is that you begin, whether you realize it or not, you begin. Uh, connecting uh, on the energetic level with other individuals who are resonating in the same uh, uh, energy as you, and whether you meet those individuals or not, you are affecting them, and they are affecting you. Yeah. So you are uh, de facto uh, creating this web of love uh, that exists upon the planet. You, uh, w- what we're talking about. Is doing that on a conscious level, but um, mm-hmm. maybe being able to take exactly what you just got through saying all the beauty of that, all the love of that, and be able to stand with your brothers and sisters across the planet, and be able to affect the kind of change that will benefit uh, all living beings and all living creatures. So you're doing it already. I mean, that's it.
1: Yay. <laughs> it's not. how We could all do it right now. Right?
0: Exactly. That, that's the whole idea. I, w- I wish we could all do it right now. We'd be in great shape. That would. That would. That would change the vibration instantly.
1: Right. I mean, there are a lot of people listening right now. We could just. We could just decide this is it. I'm just gonna just love everybody around you. Don't engage. Don't. Don't go into the division. Just nope. Just stop. You know. Just go into the love. So okay. So. We're getting. I know we're getting to the end of the show here, and and um, thank you so much for everything. It's been oh, really my pleasure. Time.
0: I love I love talking with you.
1: But what's the what's the message you want to leave us with?
0: Well, the, the nature of this show is how do we go about achieving planetary unity, and I will couple that with. You know, if you want to affect change in the world, you have to first affect change in yourself. Go within, find that place in your heart that you can stand in in pure love. Once you find that place, and once you are able to express that, it will feel like the most wonderful thing that's ever happened to you. Then you can begin. Uh, connecting with other people who are of the same heart vibration. And we will then be able to create the love that is the cohesive force that binds all of humanity together. Wow.
1: Okay. So for all the listeners, all the listeners here, there are lots of people listening right now. I want everybody to hear this. I love you.
0: I I love you too.
1: Love you. Right? Say it again. What happens?
0: I love you and you and you and you.
1: And everyone, and everyone, <laughs> yay! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, <laughs> right? Aww. And to, and just like everyone listening, just how does that feel Boo, when someone comes to you and just "I love you," but they don't want anything from you; they're not trying to get anything from you. Just, I love you. I see you. I get you. I want you to thrive. I want you to be wonderful. I want you to be well. I want you to use all your skills and gifts. And I'm so happy that you're here.
0: <laughs> it's been great talking to you
1: <laughs> it's been really great thanks so much i <laughs> want to leave your website one more time so people can come and work with you
0: anthonyteresi.com a-n-t-h-o-n-y-t-e-r-e-s-i.com I'm in Thousand Oaks California if you're in the area I have an office where I see people in person I do all manner of zoom and phone and whatsapp and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so give me a call
1: that's wonderful so we've got to okay listen everybody we're awakening we're helping each other and we have resources i just want everybody to know that we all have resources we can find people that can help us we can wake up and we all go through challenging times and that's fine that's part of the awakening and here we go we got it so all right we love all the love everybody out there and um, yeah, until next time, many
0: blessings. Thank Fantastic. Pleasure being with you. Loved it.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Okay.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.